Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Greetings from Seattle. I'm so glad that I can spend time with you in this teaching. I would like to talk about one of the ceremonies that the Lord Jesus Christ commanded all the believers throughout the world to observe, and that is communion. And let us pray together that we will understand what communion means, and we can do everything with understanding and with faith, when we observe communion. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you will teach us, you help us to understand, you give us light and revelation. We want to do everything for you by faith. And we believe, Lord, that as your Holy Spirit reveals the truth to us, we will mix the truth with faith. And from now on, when we observe communion, we will do it with clear understanding and with expectation and faith to see the blessing and the result of our faith, Lord. We thank you so much, Lord. We give this time to you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. This is the 24th lesson of Building Firm Foundations. I have taught 23 lessons already, and I would like to invite you to listen to the first 23 lessons. In this one, we would like to talk about communion. What is communion? When we walk with God, it's so important that we do our best. We do our homework. We become studious to learn the truth from the scriptures by the help of the Holy Spirit. And when we do everything with the best we can to understand what the scriptures say, we mix what we believe and we understand by faith. So we will not do everything in our Christian walk as rituals or traditions. But we do everything to please God and to understand what He wants us to do and to have relationship with Him. Our Christian walk is not about following a religion, but is the relationship between us and the Lord and between us and the Lord Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit. Jesus was the one who initiated the communion. He spent time with his disciple and observed communion with his disciple one time before he went up to the cross and crucified and died for us. After that, he went up to heaven. But he commanded the disciples, including all of us, to observe communion on a regular basis. And when we observe communion, we need to do it by faith. And we expect the blessing and the salvation that Jesus has done for us. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever forgotten something in your life? I believe that every human being forgets something in their life. 
forget people's name, forget about the evidence or the experience that happened many years ago, and we sometimes even forget about what we promised to do. God knows that we are forgetful sometimes. Therefore, He set up communion to be a reminder of God's grace and love that was demonstrated through the Lord Jesus Christ. We can learn together from Scripture at the time Jesus met with His disciples to observe the first communion. What happened in that generation? And we're going to learn the biblical principle together. Matthew chapter 26, verses 25 to 29. The Bible said, Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. You can see that Jesus was the one who initiated communion when he was on earth with the disciples. And that was the only communion he observed with the disciple. After that, Christians from generation to generation until now observe communion on a regular basis. Let us look at the scripture together, the meanings of communion. Why God told us to observe communion and how should we receive the communion? It's not about getting involved in rituals or traditions and to just finish it and move on. No, we should receive communion with understanding and by faith. We should prepare our hearts when we receive communion so that we will worship God in spirit and in truth and not by rituals or traditions. The 12 disciples did not prepare their hearts to receive communion. They were arguing and they were concerned with their worldly positions rather than having the spiritual understanding of the communion and the time they spend with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's look at what the disciple did in Luke chapter 22, verses 24 to 30. Now, there was also a dispute among them, among the disciples, as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he, mean Jesus, said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table, or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials. And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one upon me. 
that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on the thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. You can see that in the first communion with the Lord Jesus Christ, the disciple did not prepare their heart. They were thinking about their own benefits, their own position, their own authority, their reputation. When we come into communion, we need to prepare our heart to have faith, to have appreciation, to have the love for God, to really think about what Jesus has done for us by grace. We should focus our eyes on the Lord and think about what He did and receive the blessing and the salvation that Jesus paid for us at the cross when He gave up His body at the cross and shed His blood. When we come to communion, we should not think about the TV program from last night or what we're going to do today or our plan for business tomorrow. We should have the heart of reception of the grace of God, have the heart of appreciation and be thankful to the Lord. Our heart must be right. We should not think about the worldly things like the disciple. In John chapter 13, verses 1 to 12, we also learn that when we come before the Lord, we should come with a humble heart. Jesus showed his humility by washing his disciples' feet. Therefore, in the same way, we must be humble toward each other before we come into God's presence in communion. If we have done wrong to someone or there is someone we have not forgiven, we must examine our hearts, repent of our sin, confess our sins, and also forgive those people that we still have bitterness against. And by that time, we are ready to receive communion. In John chapter 13, verses 1 to 20, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come that he should depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father has given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter. Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, what I am doing, you do not understand, but that you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bath needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. 
for he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, "For you are not all clean." So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, "Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, 'Well, for so I am. If I then, you Lord, and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet." For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the Scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am He. Most assuredly, I say to you, He who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me received him who sent me. You can see here that Jesus encouraged the disciple to. Be the servant, to have the heart of loving other people, other brother and sister, to watch other people feeds, to really serve other, to forgive others, and to reconcile with other, not to betray one another. When we come to communion, we need to remember this: Jesus died for us; He paid a price for us. He loved us first. That's why he gave up his life for us. Therefore, we should love our brothers and sisters unconditionally. And when we love, we serve, and we forgive. When we come to communion, we have the heart of love and forgiveness. Amen. So, not only that we prepare our heart to really appreciate what God did for us by His grace, we should make a decision. To love others and serve them and forgive them. Matthew chapter six fourteen to fifteen say, "For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins." You can see here that communion is a time to make. Commitment with God again that I gonna walk in love. I will love God, serve Him, and I will serve Him by serving His body, serving His people, and I will always forgive other, just like He forgave me, and Jesus paid the price of sin for me. So that's number two. When you come to communion, you should have that kind of attitude. Number three. In Matthew twenty six twenty one to twenty five, we're going to read and we will learn that we make a covenant with the Lord, the covenant of love, and the covenant of loyalty, the covenant of faithfulness. Jesus shed His blood; He died for us; He gave up His life for us; He made the covenant with us. So we should 
be committed to that covenant, and we should be loyal to Him. The Lord proclaimed that on that day, He said one of His disciples would betray Him, and Judas was not loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. Communion is a ceremony that represents a covenant of love and loyalty towards Jesus Christ. No question, He loved you and me. He is loyal to you and me. That's why He died for us. We should make a decision to be loyal and fully commit our life to Him as we take the bread and drink the cup. Matthew 26, 21-25 Now as they were eating, He said, Surely I said to you, One of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, You have said it. My brother and sister, communion is a time to make a commitment to God again to keep the covenant of love with Him. We will not betray Jesus. We will not love money, love materials, position, comfortable life, or anything or anybody on earth more than Him. We're going to follow Him all the days of our life. We will not live a life in such a way that He will lose reputation. We will not live a life that make other people look down on our Lord. We will do everything to glorify Him. We will follow Him, obey Him, serve Him until one day when we meet Him at the judgment seat of Christ. Make that commitment. I am loyal to the Lord Jesus. I am His disciple. I will never betray Him. In Matthew chapter 26, 21-23, we're going to read the scripture together and we learn that when we take communion, we make a decision to love Jesus and to commit our life to Him. Communion is a sign of commitment. He died for you and you are willing to take up the cross and die to yourself and follow him. The disciple asked Jesus, Surely not I, Lord. Before we receive communion, we should ask ourselves whether we are committing our life to him and whether or not we love him with all our heart or not. We should examine our heart. I do this on a regular basis. I examine my heart, what I love the most in my life. We should not participate in this ceremony, without understanding of the spiritual meaning of it. We will be ready to receive communion if we commit our life to Him and make a decision to follow Him and serve Him. Matthew 26, 21-23 Now as they were eating, He said, As surely I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. And each of them began to say to Him, Lord, is it I? 
He answered and said, "He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me." You can see here that Jesus is so grateful. He is so full of love and mercy. He allowed Judas Iscariot to sit there with him in the first communion. He was willing to forgive Judas. Judas should have really repented that day. Unfortunately, Judas did not repent, and Jesus still loved him and still want to forgive him. My brother and sister, when we come to communion, we need to realize that we have sinned against the Lord. We have made mistake. We may not send Jesus to the cross and betray him like Judas that way, but we may betray him another way. We may go on and sinning against him, and we don't care about what he feel, how he feel. We should repent at the time of communion and say, "Lord, I commit to please you. I will love you with all my heart. You die for me. I appreciate you so much." In John chapter thirteen, twenty-one to twenty-two, when Jesus has said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, "Most actually, I say to you, one of you will betray me." Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Luke chapter twenty-two, verse nineteen, and he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, "This is my body." Which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You can see here that Jesus want to remind us again and again how much He loves us, how much He really sacrificed for us. We should not betray Him. Sometime after we walk with God for many years, we begin to backslide. And we care about money, or profession, or other stuff more than him. This is why communion is a good time to remind ourselves again: Jesus loved me so much. He went to the cross. He was nailed to the cross. He died for me. I'm not going to betray him. I commit my life to follow him, serve him, obey him. And become his good disciple. Thank you, Lord, that you remind me in this communion. So you see, it's so important to have this communion on a regular basis because we may forget about his love for us. In First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-six, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until. He comes. You can see here that we should proclaim the Lord's death, proclaim that He will come back. We should believe that Jesus died for us, and He was raised from the dead. He is in heaven right now, and He will come back again. And one day, we're going to stand before Him, and we're going to look at His eyes, face to face. And we have to give our account to Him. We need to be reminded all the time that Jesus will come back one day, and we will stand before Him. 
communion is a good reminder of the Lord's death, the Lord's resurrection, and the Lord's second coming. The question is, how do we receive communion after we understand all these things? Number one, we understand that we need to come to communion with the right heart, the heart of appreciation, faith, love, the heart of loyalty. We make a commitment to be loyal to Him, a covenant of loyalty. We make a commitment to love brother and sister, to serve others, and to forgive others. We want to walk in love like Jesus loved us first. He loved us first by dying for us. And we also make a commitment that we will not betray Him like Judas. And we come to communion with faith that Jesus was resurrected and He will come back again. How we receive communion? Number one, we receive together as a group. Communion is the highlight of the corporate worship and Christian fellowship. Jesus himself had the last supper with his disciple in the book of Luke chapter 22. A loaf of bread that is broken into many pieces and divided among Christian brothers and sisters is a symbol of a body of Christ, symbol of the unity in the body that we all come together. My church is very international. We have Thai, Chinese, Hong Kong, Indonesian. We have Americans, Laotian, Vietnamese. We have German. We have all kinds of nationality. When we come together, we say we are one together in Christ Jesus. We are the body of Christ. When we receive the communion, we appreciate brothers and sisters. We broke the bread. We handed the bread out to everybody. And then we all take that bread to say, we are all one together in Christ Jesus. No wall between us. We have Jesus as our Lord and Father as our Father together. We should do this in unity with other believers in the presence of the Lord. Luke twenty two fifteen said, Then he said to them, this is the first communion, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Jesus did not take communion by himself. And he wanted his disciples to observe communion together. Number two, we observe communion by faith. Communion is a ceremony that represents a spiritual meaning like water baptism. Everything we do in Christian life, there is spiritual meaning behind it. We should not receive communion as a ritual. should receive it with understanding of the meaning and have faith in what it means. We should meditate about the cross, which points to God's grace. We should think about Wow, Jesus died for me. I love him. He loved me first. Wow, God loved me so much and he demonstrated his love through Jesus to me. In communion, we believe that God died for us. Therefore, we offer our life to God. And we believe that through Jesus Christ, we receive the blessing of Abraham. At the cross, Jesus 
took our curse and gave us the blessing of Abraham. And not only that, in communion, we receive by faith that healings that Jesus paid for us, salvation, new life, superabundant life, eternal life, the acceptance from the Father, the forgiveness of sin, belong to us and receive all those things by faith. This ceremony also can bring healing and deliverance of our sickness and bondage when we observe it by faith, believing that Jesus has paid a price for us. That's why the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, the Bible called the cup of communion, the cup of blessing, which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ, the bread which we break? Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? When we receive communion, we remember that Jesus, on that whipping post, he shed his blood, and by his stripes, we were healed. Many thousand years before Jesus came into the world, the children of Israel, one family would take one lamb and they killed that lamb for deliverance and salvation and freedom from the slavery in Egypt. That lamb represents the Lord Jesus Christ, a symbolic of the Son of the living God. Each family got set free from the Egyptian army and the bondage in Egypt because the Lord set them free. And when they killed the lamb, it showed that in the future, Jesus would set us free from sickness, diseases, or set us free from poverty and all kinds of bondage. First Peter 2.24 say. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds. We have been healed. We observe communion as a group. We observe communion by faith in what Jesus did for us at the cross and at the whipping post. Not only that, we observe communion as often as possible. Communion is a ceremony that brings blessing to our life. Therefore, we should Observe it as soon as we can. In the early church time, the Christians broke bread in their homes and in their temple every day. We can do the same thing. We can have this communion in our home groups, in the church, with the understanding of its spiritual meaning and by faith. We can do in our home groups together, in the care group, or in the annual church camp or retreat or in any special meetings. Acts chapter 2, 46 say, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread, communion, from house to house. You can do in the house, not have to be in the church building. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. I believe that you understand more about communion. And from now on, you will observe communion with the right heart, with the right motive, with faith. And you will do it with understanding of its meanings. From now on, 
when you take the cup and the bread, you check your heart, you repent of your sin, you forgive others, you make a decision. I don't like that person in the church. She really annoy me. God, I'm sorry. From today on, I forgive this person, and I will love that person, and I'm gonna go and serve that person right now. I will do like what Jesus did to the disciples who were not perfect, who make mistake, who say wrong thing all the time. Jesus washed their feet, and we're gonna do this by faith, and we believe when we receive communion, the bread and the cup. We think about the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. And we receive the blessing of Abraham, healings, deliverance, the freedom from bondage, the good things that Jesus paid for us. We do it by faith and with the thankfulness of the heart. Thank you so much for listening to this teaching. I would like to ask you the question, and you answer. Write down the answer. Number one: What kind of Heart's attitude you should have when you observe communion together. Number two, Jesus went to the cross and went to the whipping post. His body was crucified and broken, and he shed his blood. What did Jesus purchase for you or redeem you from? What is the blessing or the component of salvation you receive from him? Do you believe that you can receive the blessing and all the components of salvation by faith? That is the second question. Thank you so much. I believe you will come back to lesson number twenty-fifth, and you will learn more how to walk with the Lord. God bless you. May the Lord shower His blessing on you, and may He shine His face on you. He lift up his countenance upon you and give you the shalom in the name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. So
就是。